Hoppy and Lee on Listener. It's breakfast whenever you want it. Just made to put my headphones on one-handed. Gosh, you're special. Oh, I know. That's a mm. skill. Little wobble of the head. I reckon I could do it. Have a go in it right now. Like take them off take and then them put them back, back on one-handed. I was wrong. This is going to be funny. Yep, she's <laughs> caught one headphone underneath the chin and she's got them on at 90 degrees to where they should be. Got them on. It wasn't graceful, it wasn't pretty, but they're on. I wouldn't put that photo on Insta if you were going to put a photo of you <laughs> in the studio. Whoa. No, I'm just saying I've seen you look a lot better. Oh. So, yeah. We've seen you look a lot sharper. And like oh, you... that felt backhanded. That was a backhanded compliment. It's and mostly you know what? that when, At least it was a compliment. When you put them on, you slid them around and it sort of picked your hair up. So it's, yeah, all over My the hair has the always moment. needed volume. So that's yeah, a good well, way to get hang it. Hang on. You can just turn your headphones up. Oh, get my God. Volume in here. Yeah. Uh, we've got a fair bit happening today. That was a record for us getting sidetracked. We had a <laughs> we had written down things to talk about in our in this opening spiel, and we have so far got to none of them. No, uh, Dave Patterson going to be joining us. Uh, he is doing a big ride through Tassie for a very yeah. important cause as well. Yeah, something that's very close to the hearts of regional people, I think, in particular. Um, and very shortly catching up with Holly Conroy from Wagamata Grabbit Lee. Yeah, I have a big question for you. Mm-hmm. There's been a debate going on globally, like it's reached the heights of the NBA. Josh yep. Giddy, Australia's own Josh yep. Giddy. Yep. Oh, um, the, the dizzying heights. The dizzying the, heights. The foothills of, of the NBA, yeah. Yeah, well, he's absolutely nailing it at the moment. But anyway, even he wants to know the answer to this. Lee, do you think there are more doors or wheels on the earth? My see, automatic reaction is wheels. Yeah, see, I went with doors straight up. I went with doors straight up. And thinking about, like, just around my house... Yeah. Because that's my like my little microcosm. Yeah. And I comfortably have more doors than wheels in the house. I mean I, I think we probably come we think we probably have more doors than wheels in the house, but I think then if you start looking at things outside of our house, like No, don't do that. Well ruins, like ruins my argument. <laughs> wheelie bins, cars, trucks. But cars trains. have doors as well. Yeah, but I think the number of so cars have four doors and five tyres, typically, or five wheels. Well, they say, like, most cars that they advertise are, like, five doors. So I'm not they... counting the boot as a door. What about the boots that open on a side hinge? I would say boots, so, like, say, for example, on a Prado, they're typically seven-seater, so yeah. that boot door is then used as an entry to a seat. Yeah. I would say that was counted as a door, but let's, I mean, to be honest, 85% of car door, of boots open up. Yeah. Like a boot. Like, and I think 85% is probably unders. Yeah. Most open like that. So I would say those ones are for, for doors. So you're going with wheels. Look, I'm going with wheels. Riverina at triplem.com.au. <laughs> Have yeah. your say. Doors or wheels? What do you reckon there's more and of in the world? And why is it wheels? What do you reckon there's more of in the world? Over the weekend, there were plenty of wheels uh, cruising down the main street with a stack of floats for Wagga Mardi Gras. Yeah, there was indeed. And we are lucky enough to be having a little wrap today with Holly Conroy, who, Holly, you are basically the driving force. I know that you've got an amazing team around you and you've had loads of support, but you are the driving force behind Wagga Mardi Gras and what was put together on the weekend. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, Poppy. Look, a lot of work does go into it, but you know what? It's worth it, you know, to see the look on people's faces and to see what the day means to a lot of people in this town. And 
you can tell that it's important. You can tell that it's changing their lives and then it's making them feel more comfortable. So look, all the work that goes into it is a lot, but every second of it, every, every little bit of time is well worth it. And talk to us about the feeling that you had after. So like Friday night, we had the, the drag show and we had the films on Thursday night. And then you had the, of course, the Mardi Gras and then the party in the gardens. Sunday morning, you wake up. How did you feel it all went? Look, to be honest, Lee, I didn't really, I didn't really have enough time to think anything. I knew I had, <laughs> I knew I had a big pack up ahead of me. So yeah. I woke up Sunday morning and to be honest, I just wanted to get down, get the pack up underway. And, um, I think today it's more sinking in when I woke up this morning, knowing that pretty much the majority of the work's done and yeah, I felt amazing. And, you know, as I said before, all the hard work is well worth it. Did you have a moment on Saturday to, I know you were flat out doing everything. Did you have a moment on Saturday to look around and enjoy it and think, this is it? I've, you know, I, this is, this was so worth it. Did you enjoy Saturday? Oh, I absolutely enjoyed Good. Saturday. <laughs> I mean, like I, I'm one of those people that I don't mind a bit of hard work and, you know, as long as it's, as long as it's to achieve a, a greater good and. Yeah, look, it was amazing. I, I had plenty of time to reflect and, um, like obviously during the setup, you know, I was, you know, busy trying to make sure everything was in place, but yeah, I absolutely, once, once it was all set up, I, yeah, I absolutely stood back and just thought, you know, we're finally here after two <laughs> years, we're finally back. Um, COVID, you know, thankfully for the third year in a row had no say in it. Yep. What was the highlight for you? Can you pick just one? Look, the parade, I think, um, streaming the music through 93.1 was really special to hear the welcome to country go right through our radios and, Mm. and, you know, into people's lounge rooms and workplaces. And I think it was really special. I think it was a great way to share the event with the community, with the community and, and people that couldn't make it. Have you already started thinking about and planning next year? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, look, as as funny as it sounds, I um I've actually, you know, been putting a few little things into place for 2023 already, so um more or less just ideas, but yeah, I'm absolutely thinking towards 2023. Um this year we are introducing a Mardi Gras committee. So oh, it's yeah. going to, it's going to take work. my workload down a little bit, which is great. You know, I'll be able to enjoy it that little bit more and, um, you know, and also bring some amazing members of our community on board of the mm. Mardi Gras committee to help just keep, continue to make this event bigger and better and, and save lives in our community. If people want to lend their expertise to that committee, can they just get in touch with you? Absolutely. Still looking for more committee members. Um, you can, you know, reach me on the Mardi Gras website. My phone number and email addresses is all over that. So I don't mind people sending me a text or giving me a quick call. If you are interested, um, it's a very rewarding project. Um, so yeah, I would love to hear from local community members who, who wanted to get on board. Absolutely. Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, well, Holly, you did an amazing job and to you and the team who was around you, who were setting up and packing up and you were doing everything from driving the forklift to, uh, being, uh, to like being organizer of the parade, um, and everything else that went around it. So thank you very much for the work that you've done. It's an absolute pleasure. And, you know, I made a point of you know, really mentioning it in the speeches, but I have to give a massive shout out to Embarketing. Yeah. Without Christy and her team, 
I wouldn't even know what to do. You know, Christy's been my mentor from the start and the event wouldn't look the same without them. So I need to give a massive shout out to the embarketing team. And I think also the work that you've done in terms of keeping pretty much everything that's done around Wagga Mardi Gras local, which not only supports local businesses who have been through a pretty tough trot in the last couple of years, as has the Mardi Gras, it kind of lifts the community because everyone is absolutely involved in it. And Holly, I hope you are so, so proud of what you've done because it was an absolutely phenomenal weekend. Absolutely. And I'm just looking forward to 2023, <laughs> which will also be Global Pride. So we're oh, going to we're wow. gonna make it as big as we possibly can. Perfect. So look forward to something great. Amazing. Put it in the diaries, put it in the phones and get ready for it for Mardi Gras for next year. In the meantime, just take a couple of days just to yourself. To just Absol- yeah. kick Absolutely. Back and relax and I'm having a movie day today, so it's going to be nothing but movies and um, a dark room and some <laughs> nice food. So yeah. Sounds amazing. Holly, thank you so much for the work that you've done and for spending some time with us today as well post Wagga Mardi Gras. God, it, it really was Wagga's biggest party, huge, wasn't it? Huge, huge. And I know I speak on behalf of not just me, but of you and everyone in the Triple M team. We were so honoured to be involved. We teamed up with the Cancer Council and we walked and we wore rainbow and we threw gummy bears yeah. and we had such an amazing time. It was so cool to be involved. Uh, one man who I would have loved to have a chat with and I just missed him on the day was Ray Goodless who was oh. walking in front of us. Yeah. And just like someone who has been so prominent in his activism and so forward thinking for so many years um, and just to see what it meant to him to have that, that level of support uh, from his town. Also... Shout out to the guy with the sign that said the man from the rock. He marched by himself. It was 28 degrees and he wore leather head to toe, black leather. So to you, the man from the rock, I salute you because it looked very toasty in your costume, but you absolutely nailed it. It looked very cool. It was warm. Um, Poppy, Mm. coming up over the next week or so is the Ride for Resilience. Now, this is taking place in Tasmania. Famously a flat place to be. For active farmers. (laughs) And uh, a bloke who is uh, jumping on the bike and riding for the Ride for Resilience. silly. Is uh, Dave Patterson. Uh, Uh, Dave, I'm just looking here. It's about, what, 400-odd Ks over, as I say, the flat Tasmanian mountainside. Um, how are you going with all of that? Tell, tell us about the ride. Indeed, yeah, no, it's 400 kilometres over three days. Um, we've been guaranteed that it is going to be relatively flat. Uh, They're lying. But, Tasmania's full of mountains. They're lying to you. Well, I'd be questioning <laughs> what uh, Tasmanian flatness is yeah. compared yeah. to Wagga flatness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, a couple of hills, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it'll be the Hay Plains or anything like that. No, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, mate, doing it for a great reason, and that's to support active farmers and to raise some money for them. Correct. Uh, why did you decide to jump on board? Uh, I've been connected somewhat with active farmers over the last few years. I've got several friends that are involved with the active farmers, uh, having grown up on a farm myself. Mum yeah. and dad are still out on the farm locally here. Uh, definitely, yeah, it's a good cause. Want to put a bit of time into it, try and raise some money, give back to the community. Uh, I know what it's like growing up on on a rural location, um, and yeah, it, it can be challenging at times. Mm, certainly can be. Just what made you? I guess there are many ways to support charities and many ways to support organisations. What made you choose this particular insane way to support active farmers? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you ask yourself that, or when you're doing training and things like that? 
No, I'm just asking myself, am I there yet? <laughs> um, to do this ride, haven't been much of a bike rider, so it was a challenge oh, to myself. <laughs> uh, trying to build a bit of resilience and whatnot in that regard. But no, to go down, see Tasmania, mm. um, see what the flatness is like down there as well. <laughs> yeah, um, not very. Uh, no, <laughs> so been down there a couple of times with the family. We love it down there. Yeah, just a, a personal challenge as well to, to, to do 400 kilometres on the bike over three days, a, a big challenge there and just for a great cause. How's training been going? Round and round. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Certainly. No, it's been good. Uh, I've, I've uh, participated in a couple of challenges, bike rides of late, went up to Chermont in January, did 100 kilometres through the uh, the hills there at Chermont, up Blaring Dam Wall and a few others. Uh, then, yeah, that was fun. First time I've hit Flat, if you ask a Tasmanian or that, very flat. <laughs> Uh, that probably would be flat compared <laughs> yeah. to Tasmania. Yeah. Uh, so no, hit, hit 100 kilometres for the first time on the bike then. Uh, then last weekend, went up to Adelong, the Snowy Valley's Cycle Challenge, uh, Adelong to Batlow and back. So <sighs> once again, flat. Yep, nice yeah. and flat. Definitely. So <laughs> getting the kilometres up, uh, a few hills as well. So doing that, but otherwise on the indoor trainer at home, getting the kilometres up, uh, doing some virtual rides, or as some people on the ride call it, computer game rides. <laughs> <laughs> and aiming to raise 20 grand as well, how can people donate? How can people get behind you? Certainly. So I've set the bar high there, uh, but there is a website that the Active Farmers have set up, uh, Ride Tazzy 2021. <laughs> dot go fundraise. I wonder what happened to that ride. <laughs> yeah, thanks to COVID. It was originally scheduled for November last year. Uh, it's been postponed to March this year, mm -hmm. uh, but the website was obviously up and going for 2021. So yeah, they're still running off that one. The ride's creeping up on us. It's happening from Thursday the 24th to Saturday the 26th of March. It is. Has it crept up on you? It has actually. <laughs> Definitely. And uh, the rate we're going, it'll be done and dusted pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, and you'll be very sore. But luckily, I hear good things about Tasmanian wine, Tasmanian cheese and Tasmanian seafood. So you can sort of kick back. Happy to hit those. And <laughs> I believe a few single malt scotches could be on the cards Ooh, too. And oh. well earned, I yeah. would suspect, after all of that. And do Definitely. you know a good physio who can help you out after the ride? Uh, few and far between, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you will be beyond help after 400 k's up and down the Tasmanian flatness. Indeed. So, no, I won't be able to sit for too much, I don't think. So, <laughs> feet up. First yeah. class on the way back, I would hope, on the plane. Or are you getting the ferry? Uh, no, we're flying. So oh, thank yeah. goodness for that. Minimise downtime in that regard. Good. <laughs> nice one. Uh, mate, it's a great thing you're doing for Active Farmers, and they do a heck of a lot around regional mm. and rural communities. The Ride for Resilience is happening 24th to 26th of March. Make sure you get behind Dave Patterson, who's doing this Ride for Resilience. It will and be in our thoughts. Yeah, thank thought, you. Thoughts and prayers. And just that website again. Yep. Uh, RideTazzy2021.gofundraise.com. Dot au. Nice Beautiful. and easy. Mate, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Look forward to catching up once you're back and uh, see how the legs and backside feel. So uh, and heavy, I'd suggest. We are out of here. Uh, off we'll to, I'm, I'm off to count wheels and doors. You go and do that. Um, I am off to get ready for Archie Roach, who's going to be joining us tomorrow and yep. super excited about that. Yeah, very exciting. He's going to make he's gonna be making his way around uh, to the River Inn to Wagga in the not-too-distant future. So... Looking forward to catching up with him. And you can hear us uh, between 6 and 9 on 11.52 Triple M if you uh, don't want to get us on Listener, if you want to get us a little bit earlier in the day. Yeah, or, of course, anytime right here on Listener. Have a great one. See ya.
Poppy and Lee. Weekdays from six on the Riverine as Triple M. And whenever you want them on Listener.